when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. And welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast, where we watch quarantine wacky. Edition. Jesus, it is quarantine, quarantine edition. We're watching uh, wacky and wonderful Hong Kong and Asian action cinema, and then recap, review, revap uh, for your listening pleasure. Uh, I will be your host Sam, and joining us all around the world, uh, the world being just Western Australia, we've got hello Scott, hello Rachel, hi. Nathan. Hey. And Mikey. Hello. Wow. Thanks for joining us again for another lovely evening. We are socially distanced. Uh, this is probably as distanced you can get socially and still hang out. So everybody's Hopefully still this alive. Be the last one of these we do for a while. We can do God, I hope so. Person. I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know like what? I'm COVID. So- I, I like it more than COVID, though. So, yes, exactly. So, why are we doing this again? I know Christian isn't joining us anyway, but he's COVID, right? That's I actually a good, yeah. I was a potential close contact, and, like, I feel fine, but it's like, ah, just to make sure. Yeah, if, if you're a potential close contact, I don't think we should do it. That's what happened to us, and I gave everybody COVID last time. <laughs> like, yes. The, the computer, the, like, the, like it, the rat said, no, nah, you're fine, but I really shouldn't have gone. Even though I'd sat next to someone at work all day, that had that's okay. You, uh, breathe all over us, going, <gasps> <gasps> yeah, as a joke. <laughs> N- nobody died. It's all good. Yeah. We're still here. We're still here. Yeah. We're still standing. Yeah, my marriage so- is still recovering, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> bring your germs home. <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Sam. So, yeah, sorry, Mrs. Sam. That's right. She doesn't listen to us anyway. It's all good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> this is my escape, guys. This is my escape. Mm. <laughs> Get uh, over it, Mrs. Sam. <laughs> no one died. Everybody's alive. Uh, Fuck it. Yeah, I wish you did listen to it. Oh, here we go. Well, what the fuck is that? Holy shit! Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the volume down. That Sam, Sam, you're still peaking a lot as well. Am I? No way. Okay, I'm having this too much fun. fun for Asian action movies. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> peaking. Yeah. Jesus. Um. So we watched something very much in the realms of something we haven't done in a, in a long time, like a Battle Wizard. This is very reminiscent of a Battle Wizard movie. Very what much did we watch? so. Uh, Buddha's Palm. Uh, Rachel, I think this was... Did you come up with this idea? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we needed some fun after our last serious movie. Um, <laughs> so I thought we'd find something completely crazy because I just chanced across this... Um, because I felt like also like watching a, a stupid Shaw Brothers movie. So I was just digging around and I started playing it. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is insane. We this need to is watch a lot this. of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. this is good. This is, this is kind of the, the kind of movie I, I want to see more of when we do these. And for <laughs> a while there, we weren't able to find any. Well, I wasn't able to find any. Uh, like, because we did The Battle Wizard and we did like Boxer's Omen. That's in this wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. I agree. This is it's a lot cool of fun. Finding these little, I mean, it's not a hidden gem, but I mean, it's not as well known as far as I'm con- concerned or aware of. So it, finding these these random movies out of hundreds of movies is like, oh, it's so exciting finding something. It's that's like finding really- gold and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why not? 
Well, we but watch you know enough what? shit to be able to find some gold. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a Shaw Brothers movie from 1982, right? And I counted the number of movies that Shaw Brothers released in that year. It was like 24. So there's plenty of this shit to go around <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I know. I The thing is, a lot of them aren't. Like, because I I do I, I do go through these. A lot of them aren't the same. Like, a lot of them don't hit the high highs, and they're just boring. This is like <laughs> it's like some of them have the same plot as this, but they don't have a guy squeezing acid out of a big pussy <laughs> thing on his face. You know what I'm saying? That is incredible. <laughs> so I got a little trivia. Do you want me to set the scene for 1982? Yes, yes. please. Okay, so it's a Shaw Brothers movie, like uh, Rachel said. So the top songs in Australia, well, the top song in Australia at the time was I Have the Tiger, of course. And in Hong Kong, we had, I'm not going to butcher the song titles, but Alan Tam and Johnny Yip had the top songs. Wow, Alan Tam and Johnny Yip. Uh, Films that are around in 1982 uh, include Aces Go Places and Five Element Ninjas, which you've done in the Asian action. uh, We've done both of those. Yes. 82 is a fucking banger. Yes. Uh, other movies worldwide included E.T., Raiders of the Lost Ark, Porky's, and uh, The Man from Snowy River. Oh, okay. So cool. it's the, the Man from Snowy River. 1982, in a nutshell, yes. Oh, fantastic. You know what else was really exciting in 1982? Australian mediocrity. <laughs> Australian mediocrity. <laughs> 1982. Sorry, what was that, Sam? I was going to say 1982 is also famous for uh, being the birth year of some very famous people. Um Namely, yours truly, nineteen eighty two. What a banner year! Yeah, um, that, that's all the trivia I have um, for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I did have some more trivia, but Scott, did you did you have some more you want to lay down on us? Nah, that's all I got. Oh, well, this particular movie that I was interested to find out was that Derek Yee is the star of the film, and uh, and Derek Yee is actually David Chang's half brother. Did you know that, Rachel? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Sorry to step on your He's also, your um, oh, no, 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 not at all. Um, he's also the half-brother of another famous actor, uh, Paul Chun. So, yeah. Where would we know Paul Chun from? Um, he'd done some movies. He's usually like a big googly-eyed angry dude. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, he does a lot of TVB as well. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. I did notice quite a few. Think, I can't think of a particular role right now, but yeah. I did notice. I, I, I'm sure everyone else has picked them up, but I did notice quite a few famous faces uh, throughout the film. Uh, I might start with one if uh, everyone else wants to go through. But uh, uh, what's his name? Lo Lie, um was the uh, the Bigua, and he's 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 been in heaps of films. Am I pronouncing his name wrong, Rachel? Is that why you're laughing? Uh, no, 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 because I was just thinking of his entrance. I love his entrance. <laughs> his constant entrance. His custom theme movie. song. Yeah. of the East Islands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> so good. Do you, know, so good. do you know who he reminds me of when he, he's sort of staggering around? He gives you better me like, say fucking me, man. You announce it so maybe. I'm going to from now on. Like a Jiro Sato kind of vibe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, I don't know. immediately he's is is cool. <laughs> he is pretty good, very charismatic, uh, which is weird because ways in this movie as well. Yeah, you know, Jiro Sato while I was in Thailand. Kara Ways was only you know. twenty two at uh, when this film was shot. 
That's a young car away. Which and we just saw play? her. Uh, she played um, Juan. Is it Juhan? Oh, Juan. I can't pronounce her name properly, but she was the disciple of that Madame. Um, and she, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. The one who doesn't end up with anyone at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's interesting because she was also in uh, Wushu, which we just saw as well, um, as Donnie Yen's mum. That's so oh. wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Rachel, pointed out, Kevin Bacon. Rachel pointed out to me that, excuse me, the character of uh, uh, Sun Biling, Biling, the Flying Loops, uh, Shu Yam Yam, she uh, is very, is only like 30 in this film. It looks very much older. 32, but yeah, she always looks really old. Oh, really? Is that because she's like, did they make her look older though? I think she's got that kind of face. This is just certain people, um, just born a round, a wrinkly way. face. Um, just like uh, the villain um, Set Keen. Um, what was he? The foot monster. He oh, has yeah. that face. Isn't he Mr. Evil. Han from Enter the Dragon? Um, the foot monster. Yes. I think he. Yeah, I think he's Mr. Han from Enter the Dragon, and also um, Yun Bu's dad from Young Master. And speaking of people yeah. with weird faces, this movie also has Paul Chair Bulor, who is a uh, is like a very skinny Jim Carrey on acid or something like that. His face is hilarious, and he was in Naughty Boys. Oh, okay. Which is we've, we've watched his his, his face is imagine imagine like uh, the character that those Ernest movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> yeah, it was really that's funny. Good, that's actually a real. That's very good. That's a good uh, descriptor. Have you seen the Ernest movies? He's that guy, but but skinnier. (laughs) But oh, but skinnier. Okay. Um, Did we want to go around and then just do a pitch for people who may not have seen this film? And if you were going to describe this film, or maybe pitch it to a uh, an executive on uh, on what they want to do. Anyone want to start? Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, go on. Go, Go, Mikey. Uh, A stoner's fever dream. (laughs) A stoner's fever dream. (laughs) Oh, that's it? You got to That's it. That's it. A stoner's fever dream with martial arts. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah. And a fucking crazy dragon. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to make a long and more complicated Kung Fu cult master <laughs> is, uh, is what I'm going to do. Fair enough. Actually, is this based off of that book? Like, did uh, someone have to pay for the rights? No, I think that, that that book is old enough that they don't have to pay for it. You know, like Journey okay. to the West. I don't think anyone's getting any Because it is anymore. incredibly similar. But it's also really it's really similar to that other movie we watched. What the fuck is that called all of a sudden? You know the one with the paddles? Oh, yeah. the um, uh, Not the Battle Wizard, the other one. The other weird fucking thing with the paddles. Heavenly Swords or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I, I assume it's just like... You know, like doing the King Arthur myth or some shit. Uh, a lot of those like, movies around the same time, because I, I read that this is a contemporary of films like Battle Wizard and uh, oh, Heavenly Swords or something like that. And also this uh, Zoo, Warriors for Magic Mountain, actually was released only like a year or two after this. So it was like the time of fantasy, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I want to say, um, correct me if I'm I'm pushing it too far, but... One of the producers of, of the Shaw Brothers did, like, they kind of almost take a little bit of theme and did like a number of these kind of movies. 
If I'm there's right. always an adopted person. Yeah, like <laughs> it's always like like he's he's gone out of his way to produce like a, a bunch of these fantasy type movies, and like another one has done like different, um, you know, sort of the horror section a little bit, and so forth. So like then, because you know how they have like like Run Run does all of them, or whatever, and then there's other producers. And I think it's like in the, his wheelhouse that he did a whole bunch of these weird ones. So I suppose he's he already built the sets, so might as well use them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, now uh, Rachel Scott, did you guys have a pitch? Um, uh, an evil laugh a minute. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. That's pretty good, Scott. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was my pitch too. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Now you have to come up with another one. Well, um, I was going to say it's. I, I jokingly said, uh, "Movies thirty-five percent evil laughs," and it kind of is. But the other sixty-five uh, percent would be um, unnecessary flips. <laughs> <laughs> no, no flips are unnecessary, Scott. But one hundred percent entertainment. <laughs> yes. Somebody's All watching right. that flip, going, "I wish I could do that." Not necessary. I guess it's me. Um, shit, uh, I'm going to go with. We had an animation budget, so let's go for it. <laughs> you talking about the laser effects that they shoot off? Fuck, man! Yeah, they're just they're just they're just cartoon fire and cartoon swords. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah, but they sell it. They sell it. The drama on their faces really sells it. <laughs> or alternatively, do you want to do you want to see like seven fights with Egg Shen and Lo Pan, where they just yes. get the, the and they and they just do <laughs> things at each other, like zappy zaps at each other for like fifteen seconds. There's like twelve of those in here. Yes, you have my money. <laughs> Take my money. Uh, Before we go any further, just um, point out for people that aren't aware, but the, there is a couple of movies from the '60s that this is kind of based on, or has a similar similar title to. And I haven't seen those movies, but if you look up pictures of them. It's all in black and white. It looks looks like a big acid trip as well. So that's that could be something we could check out eventually one day. You know, somebody said to me, um, surely you've done it for four years. You've seen all the Hong Kong uh, action movies there are. And I said, we haven't even... Oh, all of them, scra- yeah. We've not dented it. No way. But so there we many. go. So we've, uh, we've, right. re- <laughs> we've gone through our pitches. Uh, I think the plot is going to be pretty hard to... to the plot's pretty... The plot's pretty basic, this but movie, it's stupid. The, <laughs> All right, then go you on, Nathan. You're, go on. You're talking about you, you're talking about it being like a book and stuff, and it really felt like throughout the entire movie that it was like a series of of um, you know chapters where someone had ripped like a chapter out in between things. It like had this little bit and then there's like a gap and then we go to the next bit and then there's like another gap. It it was really like crammed together like that throughout the whole thing. And then there's like the, you know, the, the voiceover guy. <laughs> He's yeah. like trying to like, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. And then he's talking to the characters in the movie <laughs> like they can hear him, but they can't. It's, it's like a lot of people in this movie get a chance to be the main character for a little bit. Yeah. And it, and like Michael said, there's a narrator, which he's in the movie for about maybe three quarters of the movie, which is interesting to me. Like, And if you if you watch the, the Cantonese language version, that narrator is a lady. Oh. Well, okay. That's bizarre. Yeah, That's Mandarin different. in the male, um, male one for Mandarin for some reason. 
I actually, you know, I would have preferred it be a lady because a lot of the times when the narrator is talking, it's while a guy has just finished talking. So it sounds like it's the same guy. Yeah, it's a bit jarring. It's like, oh, what? Is, who's saying that? Because like people are moving around and it's like, oh, okay, it's the narrator. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure why though, because he never really, he never really wrapped it up. He or she. He didn't wrap it up, but he did do some funny jokes. Yeah. He doesn't well, really sort of omniscient. Either, does he? Mm, no. I, there's one that stuck out to me where it's just like, it's like this person hasn't read any of these kinds of books before. <laughs> yeah. Swinging it. <laughs> All right. Uh, come on, Nathan. You, anyway, you anyone want. This. Okay, so I'm going to do the plot. You said All you right. could do it. Well, the thing about the plot is I understand <laughs> all the beats, but I have no idea why any of it happened. Okay. Love, man, love. So we're intro- we're not introduced we're introduced to a guy with some scars and he's his girl is like, nah man, I'm gonna get like traded off to this other family. Oh you start you forgot the preamble bit. Eh, preamble <laughs> Okay, go on. Go on, Mike, what's the preamble? Okay. So we enter into a cave with a really super old monk. It's the, the cave of the thousand Buddhas for some reason. And the, the monks developed the most powerful martial arts, the Buddha palm. But for some weird reason, he ends up dying from being pressured from everyone else to tell him how to do the Buddha's palm. Like the <laughs> People just won't shut up. That's what peer pressure. That's exactly what it, what is it say? He died of peer pressure. His tombstone. It was weird. He died with all, from all these people fucking with him. Yeah, it, it, it essentially said that he died of people fucking annoying him. <laughs> essentially <laughs> and of course of course he had a like a a um a, a disciple who i i don't get how he's not annoying because he seemed annoying in the five seconds that he was there um <laughs> who he gives the the flaming <laughs> the flaming cloud the buddha's palm to. oh the cave, the cave yeah yeah so apparently he's he's taught him the buddha's palm and he decides that he's going to go and uh bring justice to the people that hounded his master to death essentially so he becomes known as the flaming cloud devil and he rides across the land um, <laughs> dealing out his justice to the uh, other martial artist clans um, for for what they did and eventually after a great battle of I can't remember the name of the town Tian or something it sounded Shen-shen. like Tianchen. I was. I kept having like Tiananmen in my head for whatever reason, but not Tiananmen. But anyway, um, he has a great battle and he's wounded there, and his eyes have been wounded, so he's blinded. Can I just um say yep. that that all those battles that he goes through, right? That happens in the opening credits, and there's some legit good battle scenes and people getting killed and shit. But they fucking like roll montage, credits. They roll yeah. credits over it. And I think, man, you got money shots all over the place. Why would you cover it up with like white text? It just seemed like such a waste. I hope they reused it for another movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, Nathan, are you laughing because Sam said money shot? No, I'm laughing because they. Sh- <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine the Shaw brothers just going, "All right, put it into black and white, and reverse it. Uh, we'll use this in the background somewhere." Yeah, probably. It's a flashback. So um, he gets rescued by one of the mast or one of the the heads of the clans. Um, I forget what her name is. She, she got like pew pew. Power. pew pew. 
Isn't it Pew Pew? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I think it is Pew Pew. Pew Pew Pew, who's who's the master of bells for whatever reason, and because uh, Bell's he... a gangster, <laughs> essentially. Um, and then they disappear for ten years, and no one knows what's happened to them. And then we take up the the story from this point where you were about to go into Nathan, and I'll pass it over to you. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, there's a fat guy and a skinny guy torturing some guy, some and he's our hero. He's got some really bad, uh, like what's it called, ghost gum on his face that's supposed to be scars. <laughs> and he gets he gets told to uh, he gets told that some the lady he's into is going to get married, and he freaks out and he goes and fights a dude over her, and she's like, dude, you can't even fight. And then he ends up getting thrown off a cliff. Well, I thought he was being then, a bit of a dick by even causing that fight. In the no, first he was place. totally a dick. He he is a shitty hero at this point in time. Anyway, he falls off the top of a cliff, and then um, what's his name? Falcor. He grabs him. Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> like like C grade Falcor grabs him in his yeah. mouth Falcor. and, and saves him. Fraggle Rock. I, yeah. I want to say F grade Falcor. <laughs> Come yeah. on. It's like what was its name? Deng Deng. Dumbing. 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 Yeah. Dumbing. Dumbing is uh, cool. I like Dumbing. Yeah, he's, cool. he's a great character. Anyway, um, obviously, two guys with like feet. Like, is it just a stompy dance? It's a lion dance costume, basically. Yep. It operates the same way. Well, it's apparently, like a between Falcor and the the armadillo on the co- cover of Emerson Lake and Palmer's Tarkus album, <laughs> with the armor all over it. <laughs> it's supposed Tarkus. to be. It's supposed to be called a Kirin, which apparently is like an Eastern. Yeah, unicorn. Kirin. Kirin's a flying like supernatural creature. Yeah, flying But it doesn't line. look anything like any fucking picture of a Kirin I've ever seen before. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a dragon or something or meant to be, but yeah. Okay. For shitty two people with like clothes on, it looks pretty good. <laughs> so there's one other thing I want to point out about this story is that almost every scene, barring a couple, if that's not a fight sequence, it's literally a person going up to another person and going, do the thing or... I'm sorry about the thing. And someone going, I don't want to do the thing. And then instantly going, okay. So, <laughs> so he gets taken to the master of the, the devil cloud dude. And he goes, I'm going to teach you how to do the Buddha's palm, motherfucker. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then he like goes, I'm going to beat you up then. He goes, okay. And learns all the Buddha palm shit. <laughs> I didn't and understand then- that. Why, <laughs> why would yeah, you want to teach him? Forth, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what wasn't the point that? There's a bunch of times in this movie. There's a there's a bunch of times where someone just goes, "I'm angry at you." Hey, what about a cup of tea? Okay, and everybody's happy again. <laughs> it happens all the time through this movie. It's it's like conflict conflict averted. Now, now you're 100 correct here, but it's more like I don't want to do a thing. Okay, how about now? That's that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. That's better. So he learns the Buddha palm, but I, I think there's a I think there's an interest I think there's a cut here to like someone else's bit of story. Like I think he's someone someone's daughter steals a book in this period too, and there's like, um, like just to get some dude's attention, who goes over there and they fight and he gets killed and there's like a double cross. It's it's a thing. Anyway. Well, they're trying to introduce all these characters. That that book that you're talking yeah. about is really to introduce Monsterfoot. Uh, who's a guy that plays the drums, like killer drum player? <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's Sick able to he's almost. able to fuck with people through drums. The yeah. whole movie is like prog, whatever. Basically, he's got that <laughs> rhythm. It's prog drums, prog zithers, prog. and stuff. Yes. So, but but we also get introduced at this point to a guy who's like, I don't want to fight people no more. Let's, and he's killed by his like offsider. Um, 
And that, that's how we know that that guy's evil. But I've got a question, and I wasn't able to figure this out. That is the same dude that married that lady, right? Yes, that is. The his disciple. Ex, his part, he's like the girl that the disciple was into. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The, like the head of the Dark Moon clan. I got confused by that because you're in the in – the, I, I watched the same one as you, but in the – I thought she was getting married to a guy from the Golden something clan, not the Dark Moon clan. No, they were the en- enemies that they were trying to um, protect – themselves oh, okay okay so that was one of my confusing things i was like am i just being racist or is that white guy a different guy or the same guy <laughs> oh, no, same i don't know i feel bad because he looks exactly the same but he it's was like part of some gold clan it's, and now he's part of the dark moon clan it's really confusing because five there, like, different clans it was like eight, eight clans altogether. oh eight clans jesus yeah i will say though that some cast members here oh yeah i was just gonna say that so yeah so um the the flaming cloud devil is alex mann uh, the lady who is getting married but rejects our hero is Candace Yu. Uh, and the foot monster is Setkin. And the the guy who's going to marry our hero's uh, beauty is Ku Kwan Chung, who is credited as Icy Heart in a white gown. <laughs> he also does a Benny Hill run later on, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> he plays possum, then he goes, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> he loses his anyway. head in a great way. <laughs> I will say that each of these characters that you just introduced, Scott, they're all distinguishable because they're all wearing different clothes. Um, <laughs> you also you you fail to mention uh, Lolio. Oh, Jesus, what's his name? Lolio. Um, he's wearing like Beagle. a <laughs> Beagle from East Island. East Island. Can you say it again, Rachel. What don't the it's fantastic. You, you have to be a, really you loud. A trumpet noise before and after it. Yes. He wears like one a- more thing. Uh, at the, at the, in, in the intro, after the, the fighting, there's a, a cool little sequence where there's a bunch of comics. Like oh, comics yeah, that's right? cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. I like that. And the the music way, in this you movie know what was is interesting sick. is they look like uh, they look like uh, they look like paper puppets rather than just comics because there's you can see the stick behind them and they're moving and there's like it's very good. It's like pop yes. stick art. They're just kind of moving yeah. them around. I haven't seen that before. I think that's very clever. And the music is, is fantastic. It's one person. There's not credited as far as I can tell. And it's like synth prog wickedness. It's good. It's good. <laughs> oh, so, this movie so also has lightsabers in it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. I was going to get there, Sam. I was and it has a lightsaber yeah. sound effect too. I'll put that in here. Whoa. <laughs> so the other person that we're introduced to during the sequence where we meet uh, Deathfoot, is what I'm going to call that guy, Big Deathfoot, Um is we're introduced to some master who gets killed by his offsider, who is that guy in the white. It's like three palm guy or something. Yeah. And then, but we're also introduced to the daughter who stole the manuscript in the first place. And that's important because number one, she's quite attractive. And number two, she comes up later as being very important, which is always the case because she's not really his daughter, is she? She's obviously adopted and she's, you know, yeah, because she's not actually the, with the evil guy. Uh, Spoiler alert. She, um, so there's a doppelganger, right? She plays two roles. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about I'm her. Guy. I'm talking oh, about sorry, sorry. Yep, yep. Bigfoot's uh, daughter. So, yep. so she, so she steals it, and then she's like, ah, whatever. She's the person who offers the the uh, what was his name? The infinite palm or triple palm or whatever. Triple palm guy. Yeah. T. Yeah. Yeah. He, she's the one who like he's like fuck you people. He's like T. She's like okay. Um, <laughs> so, so she she's important later, but we forget about her for like ages now. Um, for some reason, though, like she is, whenever her dad plays the drums, it drives her nuts. Like she yes. has a fit on the ground. 
I assume that's got something to do with her real parents, maybe? Because well, one of them's a bell lady and one's the devil guy. It's the centipede. The, okay. Yeah, the, the evil thing that's inside her, I think, yeah. All right. So at this point, I don't know if I'm missing anything, but I'm going to move on. Uh, we go back to our hero, and he has now learned all the devil palms, and he has been adopted by uh, the Buddha palms, and he's been adopted by Cloud Devil. And Cloud Devil's like, yo, you're my adopted son. Go get me this egg and a lightsaber. He's like, cool, bro. I'll go. He's actually, he says, <laughs> no, he's got he says, the lightsaber. He gives him the lightsaber. Yeah. I, I don't think you can go get it. Yeah. I don't think you can get these things like reverse psychology, and they can cure your, your like, scars and my like blindness but i don't think you're up for it and he's like i'm fucking up for it so he goes and gets him but on his journey he meets a bunch of other people who are trying to get the same thing and this is where we're introduced to the two women that sort of follow him all the way through the rest of this film can and we they are decide- bangle bangle girls now yeah, we can call them the bangle girls they're kind <laughs> That's of walk- away. Egyptian, i guess no, no. <laughs> yeah and the who's the other one caraway and candace you candace you okay caraway so- drew pouty Oh, sorry. And um, they they all like, and there's a bunch of like, there's some they fight. They don't really fight each other, but there's some traps and some people die. But he gets the egg, and this is where he meets. Who does he meet, Rachel? Uh, blank. Nah, he no, met that he guy. He met Bigua. A second ago. Nah, he met Bigua a while ago. Oh, East East Island, yeah. When he yeah. gets the egg. Yeah, but he gets he's, the egg now, and they meet again. He's this is where down. they go. How you? He's like, he's like, oh ho, give, like, how are you doing? Oh, you you being trained by the devil okay and then he's like now you now you're my disciple and he's like okay and then <laughs> but he has a cool move he teaches that, that him like the, the I, thousand like, knives or something yeah he's got that like was, shurikens to shoot everywhere and a fucking ability to make a storm happen that's yeah, pretty cool I, that, that was the one where i didn't feel like he's like okay he's like what the fuck are you on about you know <laughs> he just like says oh now you're my student and stuff he's like I didn't agree to that. And, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, okay, see you later. And just walks off. Like, he's gaslighting him. Yeah. Like, yes, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> did I? I? I don't recall that. And I, I'm going to be honest here. Someone else is probably going to have to take over because there's a bunch in the middle here that where it changes <laughs> yeah. it changes from person to person. It doesn't actually affect the actual plot, but it changes from person to person. He helps those girls out getting something that's going to fix their master, but... Blah, blah. It doesn't oh, really matter. None yeah, of this. About- <laughs> it's just fight sequences. Let, let's just cut through it really quickly. So he gets the egg. He uh, he cures his scar, so the mud drops off his off his face, and he's all prettied up. And uh, then he slaps the. He gives the egg to Deng. Uh, to Deng Meng. Dameng. Dameng. Dameng, who like chews a hole in it, and then some <laughs> glowy glowy thing comes out, and he slaps that crap on on <laughs> cloud devil's face and cures one of his two eyes good enough uh, good now enough. Yeah, but you know what wear a cool eye patch that's but right Reven, that's exactly the thing right was he didn't he didn't teach him all of the eight palms he could only teach him one palm because he needed his eyes so then he got an eye back and then he teaches him the rest of the eight palms so then he de- trains that then we cut back to the bangle girls and bangle girls were meant to get the egg to cure their master um I'll call her bitch face. You <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> can call her the mask. The mask, yeah. yeah, okay. She's got some weird weird cellophane mask on <laughs> that's like an injury caused by Cloud Devil, and she wanted the egg to cure that, and now she goes, okay, well, let's move on to the next cure device. You have to go <laughs> go to the the um, the temple of, of the, the, the moon people's temple and steal some orchid of a thousand diamonds. Looks and like that. some coral. 
Looks yeah, like, it does. It looks like Carl. <laughs> Doesn't look like an orchid Apparently at all. Apparently, that, that's going to cure me. And then, for some reason, um, the disciple... What's his name again? Jang? Jiang Fei. I thought it was... Jiang... Was there a long in there? I felt Jiang like there was a long. Yeah. It's Long Jiang Fei. Yeah, long Jiang Fei. Long Jiang Fei, because at this point, um, Cloud Devil's like, well, thanks for that. Now, um, go find the you know bell woman that I screwed over. So I can apologize to her. So he goes. <laughs> but also kill all of my rivals and kill all my rivals. Yep. So he goes off, and then for some reason he runs into the two girls. Um, oh, they were getting attacked by the four musicians. Demon mu- mu- musicians, which is actually a fun fight scene. So we'll yeah. pause there for a minute and go over that. Did you like? That's this? when he gets the opportunity to actually use his lightsaber, which is yeah, like this very, green I found lightsaber. it very cool. I yeah. like how he would cut their masks, and there would be another mask underneath. Which is okay. the weird yeah. thing is. That when they do put a these fights, of music here. yeah, put the music in. Because when they do the fights, they're kind of creepy because they jump jump around and jerk around all the time, right? And, and they, uh, they 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 change from from two to one to three. Like it's pretty good. Do you think they actually were trying to ape Star Wars because they even die by leaving like clothes that drop to the ground? <laughs> Shit, I Maybe. Stop. Did you reckon it would be better if the music was like heavy metal or something and they're like, <laughs> like yeah, but crazy. they were, they actually had the instruments in the shot. Yeah, I know, but it would yeah. still be fun. But they should have a heavy metal guitar instead. It's a bit like, like, like demon demons just making heavy heavy music. They are shredding on those uh, zippers and uh, <laughs> whatever else, and it's this psychedelic keyboard prog. Opera, it's fantastic. Yeah, like because the music didn't really match to me anyway. So I'm like, if you're not going to match it, then just do whatever the hell you want for fun. Put in whatever music like works really well. And I thought that would be kind of cool because the demons. It was very cool. It's a good fight. It's lots. It's inventive. It was very inventive. He had to bring out the lightsaber. I like <laughs> the fact that the lightsaber was, for a second, was like a lightsaber, but then it was like a plastic sword. Yeah, great. <laughs> see, that's another homage to Star Wars because there's a scene in Star Wars where the, the lightsaber fails and you see, you see it's a plastic sword. Um, and the then two the, girls leave, the two girls yeah, leave. Yeah, the girls are like, let's leave him and go get the thing we're go after. Go get the orchid thing. And then they get like up to the orchid temple and get screwed over by a fountain. And uh, uh, Not just a uh, fountain. They also get screwed Buddha, over by some... Uh, some, uh, some The metallic Buddha thing. Yeah. What's that stuff? It's foil. It's just a foil. It's basically foil. a flat piece of foil, like, uh, which looked like very outline. threatening. <laughs> I could cut you. And they did capture it in a very a very fun way. They kind of managed to roll it up and then just put rings around it so that it was a rolled piece of parchment. Yeah. That's how you take care of flat Buddha. But they, they couldn't figure out how to get it out of the – how to get the coral thing out of the – like out of this fountain. Because they kept getting the electrocuted. The dude just walks in, throws his cape over it, and <laughs> Takes Pretty cool cape. Yeah. Yeah, great cape. <laughs> All capes are cool. And then they go, well, let's get this back to our master. And they go back to the master and she's like, man, I hate that cloud devil guy. And then he's like, kill that guy. And then that's pretty inventive too. He gets like thrown in a pit. It's pretty funny though. It's that, a chair. It's like a booby trap chair. It's on a chair. Yeah, it's like a booby trap chair. And he, he gets pulled down into the, is it some sort of mist of something? It's the hell of the boiling oils with the mist poison. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mist, mist cold mist poison, I'm pretty sure. I think it well, was they cold dropped, mist poison. They also dropped like a whole bunch of stuff with spikes and stuff on it. And I couldn't stop thinking that he, they, she said, go sit over there. And he chose that one chair when there was like nine of them. And it was that one chair that had like a tunnel underneath <laughs> it's it. It was the one in the middle right, that's booby trapped. <laughs> yeah. Dickhead, sit on the floor next time. 
See, this is a weird thing as well. Like, when he goes to all these places, like, does everyone live on a mountain or something? <laughs> everyone lives seven minutes away from each other, by the Do way. You know, I actually that's the assumed, other thing that's crazy. I assume that this is kind of like heaven or something, because whenever somebody jumps off a cliff, they fall into, like, purgatory, it feels like. Yeah, but they all, everybody is also just at... Just, once you get to the bottom, it's just Cloud Devil's house. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah they all land there. Well. Yeah, everybody lands at Cloud Devil's house, number one. But number two... Back when that like, when that girl stole the book, it's like they just ran next door. Yeah, like they're chasing her, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, now I'm at his like thousand foot." Yeah, instantly. Well, it's like the whole world in, in this movie is a it's like one little island yeah, in the sky. It's a village. Yeah. You know, what's <laughs> amazing though. City time. This is like when they have that swipe into the um, what's her name Sun Sun Beeling com- uh, complaining that her face is fucked and you need to yep. fix it. There's like one swipe of like ten seconds and then next next scene. Yeah, yeah. I want to take a moment though that the sets are absolutely magnificent. Like when they do a yeah. wide shot and it looks like they're in a misty mountain in the top of a cloud, it just looks looks like a miniature, but it just yeah, really well done. I don't know that I've seen All anything the sets else that looks pretty as great. Good. It does have yeah. that Shaw Brothers Studio vibe, and the Shaw scope is a bit wacky sometimes. There is one. There is one technique in this. I think it's where it's near the end where the the Cloud Devil himself has appeared, and he does his um, he's doing his like magic finger shit, and uh, it's the camera spins around him, but it's also yes. it seems to be missing frames. It's I know exactly great. what you mean because it, it's That's like he's done it in slow motion, but it's spinning around in. Like he, he's moving at normal speed, but everything else is moving super fast. So he must have yeah. been doing it really slow. I know exactly the shot you mean. And it is fantastic. It's a great shot. Uh, but yeah, so he goes and meets her. He gets captured. The two girls are like, oh, this is pretty shitty. He helped us <laughs> and now we're, we're fucking him. So they help him escape. One of them gets kicked off the side of a, uh, gets a pot thrown at them. She falls off the side. Who saves her? Dang, whatever is the Falcor again. <laughs> Falcor again saves her. Guess where he takes her? Back to Cloud Devil himself, who teaches her he, four of the eight parts. Because she's a girl. A woman can't learn all that. Because you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that was the like, it's just like, why not? Because you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, you never resolved that. Hey, they were like, hey, I learned it. Fuck you. It was like, nah, you're a woman. And she's like, oh, okay. Her ovaries only allow her to do four. <laughs> and then later yeah. on, he's like, oh, there's actually nine, not eight. Can I learn the ninth one? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? So, that was a so that was gets- Chekhov's. I just want to say that's Chekhov's uh, nine palms or whatever it is because they never actually use it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I it's was in the sequel. Like, I was I was wondering if it was like his you know wrath of the Buddha thing with all the like Nazi simple shit going on. <laughs> 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 that plays different now, I have to say. Yeah. Well, it's reversed. I mean, it was 82. It should have played shit then. I know it's reversed. But- <laughs> I know. but And that's where it actually came from. From um, I know. I know. But, but still. Yeah. But fire, fiery swastik is everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tight. It was red and it had a white background and I was from- <laughs> It was Yeah, all those guys it covering their mouths with white sheets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, so we're kind of skipping around a little bit here. So she gets saved by him, but they, but, um, but, um, our hero and the other woman and fuck B Bay, whatever B-ling? his name is, the Sun government. Island. Oh, big one. Yeah, he's down the bottom. Bigu. 
They go back to yeah. the mist, the mist village to try and um, figure out because they don't know that she fell down to to Red Cloud, and they think she'd been captured and taken to Mist Village, and then they stumble along, and apparently it's been a long time because. Um, uh, yeah, it's been a, well. He's learned eight palms, man. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> Hero's girlfriend's popped up a baby in the meantime um, with the, the the ice guy, whatever his name was. Yeah, vanilla ice. Heart in a white cloak. White ice guy. She just called vanilla ice. That little bitty change. It's not the same. I sure did. We'll call him vanilla. He's evil like vanilla ice. We'll call him vanilla ice. And, um, <laughs> of course, he's the one that threw him off the mountain in the first place, but now he's no match for him with his Buddha palm technique. What I found interesting about this is that he realizes, before he even does the Buddha palm on it, like he gets his sword and he flies at him, and and the other guy, he, the, the disciple just catches it, and yep. then he flips back to his chair and he looks fucking brutally startled. Like he's like, oh, <laughs> goddamn. And then he goes, Buddha's palm to your face. I will say, actually, when, uh, when Vanilla Ice jumps out of his chair, I think he, he, he either, like, hits the chair or he, like, kind of flexes or something and his sword just fucking flies out of its scabbard into the air for him to jump yeah. and grab. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Although he's pretty much played for comedic relief for the rest of this film, he seems pretty <laughs> badass. <Yeah. laughs> I just so want to jump they... in here. Sorry, Mike, you go. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, so they... They obviously um, beat down Vanilla Ice and capture him, <laughs> and then decide that the best way to figure out where the sister is is to torture him. I'm confused by this point because he, in my at least in the subtitles I watch, he intimates he knows where she is, but he has no idea where she is. So why even say it? Exactly. It Maybe was, he it thinks they're going to kill him. Well, they are going to kill him. Yeah, but like it'll prolong his life if he pretends like he knows where she is with torture. <laughs> Well, not if he uses yeah, his anyway. special possum technique. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, uh, I agree. It was it was weird and and didn't make sense at this point. And um, and he's he's hold, holding him down by holding his arm to his neck. Like I can. I assume he's going to Buddha palm him right in the Buddha face if he does anything stupid. Right in the face. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. And um, the girl says, "Hey, I've got an idea," and she goes off. And then all of a sudden, he like. Taps his thumb to his forehead. Does it? It looks like it indents into his forehead or whatever. And then he just drops like he's dead on the floor, and he's uh, done some sort of fake death technique to fool yep. them. And <laughs> and while they're talking, he gets up and scampers away like Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So so at this point, they go back to the village. Yep. And but everybody dead. Massacre. Yeah, <laughs> total and massacre. And, and then someone on the on the, the, on the thing is like, written like killed by devil's disciple. Ha ha ha! Fuck you guys! Like that's exactly what you do in this situation. He also gets the baby, but the mum dies as well. We never so, found out who actually did that massacre in that village, did we? Nobody had confessed to it. It's, it's got to be I foot dude, right? Foot dude, yeah. Monster foot Definitely. guy. Yeah. He was he's trying to frame him. He just went in there and so just started playing the drums real badass, and just fucking killed everyone. I, I assume he went in there and made his foot go like his leg go real long. Well, the mum, the the. the <laughs> um, yeah, the the love interest that dies says it was the Dark Moon Clan in the first place, so we can just assume it was them because they're kind of allied with the the foot dude at this point anyway. Because Vanilla Eyes had taken I'm over. I'm confused them, right? because wasn't that the Dark Moon Clan? 
Well, no, they were the, like the clan that they were joining. So I should. Okay, all right. That's where I got confused like, with the guy in the first place. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. At this so, point in the movie, I I was convinced that Beagle of East Island was betraying everybody, and he was behind everything because no, he was. Yeah. I thought that too, Scott. Right time. Yeah. See, see. No, I thought that too. Hey, everybody. I I thought that maybe for about seven seconds, then I realized he was just too fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. I didn't. The only time that I thought Bigu was not complicit in it was when he eventually, spoilers, died. Yeah, died. (laughs) Yeah. He seemed like a a low key character, like his mischief. Yeah, yeah, with skulls around his neck. Like, where do you get those from? Holy shit, he had skulls <laughs> on his neck. Dude, man. Don't ask yeah. anyone about skulls. <laughs> I from thought all I... the children he's aborted because he's a cool <laughs> oh, dude who goes around doing what he needs <laughs> to do for people. He's always late, though. <laughs> he yeah, he always comes late. late. So, so with the girls, he knocks up. <laughs> <laughs> so with their periods, am I right? Uh, so, <laughs> oh, that's just going so, so Nathan touched on it before and so did Rachel but it's like some of the, the techniques in this film can be seen as primitive or maybe poor like it's not too flash there's some of the I look pretty old and there's frames missing and there's like things are getting stuck in, in walls in the same way that like a 60s movie would use effect but for me Rachel sort of said something when we watched it the second time it has like a, a Twilight Zone kind of feel and I can forgive all these weird uh, old-timey effects because it's such a weird movie and so fantastical that all these things are just part of the universe as far as I'm concerned. So any glitches, any weird freeze frames and things like that, that's A-OK by me. It, it, it adds to that, that atmosphere, yes. that yeah, mystique. It, it's good. I, don't, I, love, I love all this bullshit practical effects stuff except for, you know, the stuff that's like animated straight on. <laughs> um, it didn't bother me at all. Even that I, stuff's I, fine though. Even like dropping the frames and stuff, and and slowing stuff down and speeding it up again, I thought it's fine. It didn't. It's just well, it's all time. done for that There's effect. Not much you can work with. Yeah. That effect I that they were going for, I think, the works well. The character of the movie as well, wasn't it? So yeah. it didn't seem out of place. Like they use similar effects in Come Drink with Me. Like uh, when they throw on stuff on the wall and get stuck in the wall, it's like they cut, cut, cut. They do that a couple of times. It's, yeah, but it works. It's fine. Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm watching it now, actually, as we speak, and the lighting, the cinematography are all. Like fantastic for a Shaw Brothers film, like way, way leagues ahead of early Shaw Brothers because everything just looks really pretty, like really dramatic. So yeah. I really enjoyed watching like it. It was a visual feel, pleasure. I feel the director's taken the, the Shaw Brothers formula and then put something like sort of experimental with, in terms of the special effects and the filming. Um, yeah, no, I, I can see what it. you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly it's got that Shaw Brothers feel, but it just has a, like a really nice veneer. It just looks awesome, uh, different tones too, and it's not as you know. It's weird because it's a weird movie that kind of goes all over the place, but it's not that tonally inconsistent, except for maybe the end, like right at the end. Um, <laughs> but the rest of the film well, is actually stupid pretty, jokes, right? Uh, really throughout the film, jokes like yeah, like the the blow away the toilet, the guy's still taking a shit or something. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's pretty funny though. <laughs> that doesn't take me away. <laughs> so, so all these clans show up after he's massacred these people. Well, he hasn't really massacred the people. All these people have been massacred, and it's been blamed on the disciple. And he's all like, and they're like, "Let's kill him!" And I love there's a scene with with two dudes who are just like, "I don't know why we're here." 
And even if it's not him, we still have to go along with everybody else. So just blame him. And it's like, yay! <laughs> Town gossip. Yeah, like so everybody's they, just right, yelling at him. I like that they attempted to give like each of the eight a different like clothing style and personality almost as they were um, like, you know, standing there in the, in their line of, of angry village kind of <laughs> angry clans. Yeah, like they're all distinct. Well all the major yeah. characters in this film are distinct. It's, and it's good to do that with like a really large cast as well. So it makes the world seem a bit more world building. It's a video game. It's, I actually found it very video gamey, um, but it also it, it had a very specific feel of like something from the mid '80s. Like I'm pretty sure I've played video games where like a lot of it looks like this. Yeah, no, I'd believe that. Bigu is like a secret character. You have to put in like secret code <laughs> to get him. <laughs> Randomly shows up and fucks you up. And it's like he it, it pops up going toasty. <laughs> in his mint his checkered mint green outfit it's fantastic god I'm he makes me want to eat like a mint eat. magnum that's what he makes me want to do I'm so glad fresh we're all so he's like a fantastic character yeah <laughs> I did so I did I did for one moment like want someone to just like go oh I thought you were from West Island or something you know just like, <laughs> fuck with him <laughs> Oh, so so there's like he doesn't really fight him. He gets captured by the girls, like boss. He gets chained up pretty quick, but he can easily bust out. But I don't think he does. And then his his master, the actual Red Cloud Devil, arrives and tells everybody to shut the fuck up. That's when everybody shows their true colors, and they're just like, uh, "I think I got something more important to do over there." Yeah, I, like, I got to get out of here. He's gonna this guy's going to... And then he throws swastikas at everybody. <laughs> Does his wrath is. of the Buddha, which I always find funny because isn't Buddha meant to be like an interesting <laughs> person? <laughs> yeah, absolutely well, that, right. That, that's, that's, that's why it's so dangerous, Mike. You know that guy's holding it in. It's yeah. like, true. God damn! And when it bursts, it's going to burst like that? Yeah, that is you know, funny. Him. It's like he the wrath of Gandhi. He just he throws food at iPad, And he goes... <laughs> <laughs> like that his eye patch is so baller when i saw that i was like this is some crazy oriental pirate and i'm so behind him <laughs> he was just like a piece of i don't know a tile or something over his eye and just the fact that he was even wearing an eye patch and he actually his whole costume changed it was like a cool avengers mark no, II he, costume. he left the cave for a change he's out in the world now yeah and he's got to look the part too he looked he looked pretty cool pretty himself up Get, get rid of all the um, dang shit that's like rolling around that cave. <laughs> oh, God. So so he gets out there and everybody realizes they can't actually fight that guy because he will kill the hell out of everybody, right? Well, his um, his Buddha's rage or whatever just fucking decimated that whole like building, didn't it? The whole town. Yeah. So they go back to – and so everybody goes, well, we should be friends then. And everybody just goes, okay. And then they go back and they have, and they have um, like a big feast. And then, and then the lady died, gets killed, right? How yeah. did she get killed? In the middle of gets it. Gets stabbed. Like, oh, with the comb. Um, comb thing. Yeah. I'm not brushing my hair with that comb. That comb looked fucking metal as. <laughs> so then um, I think it's Lu Beng suggests that they should split up and, and you two go to, you know, uh, like R- Red Cloud Devil and that go to Foot's house and uh, – and uh, Lu Beng go to um, 
well, Bell Lady's house. But they called it like the Fragrance something because they don't know it's Bell Lady yet. It's like the Fragrance Clan or something. They just know that the weapon's from there. Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> we get into the next scene and immediately a giant bell is dropped on the two of them. Lu Bang and, and the, the um, Bangle Girl. Number two. Or number Again. This is where I get very confused about locations and time frames to get to places. Because yep. later, they cannot make it back to help in that fight between Red Cloud Devil and Footman. Yep. Um, but this takes them no time to get to. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's very confusing. And then anyway. Lu, like, Lu Bang's like, after, after this bit, I'll, um, I'll stand uh, here because I think we've got a spy and interrogate them. And then he comes like, Immediately to where the bell place is, like, well, that was a long interrogation. You're confusing me here, Mike. Who's Lu Bing? He's Lu Bu. Are you talking about Long Jiao Feng? I forget their damn names. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's Li Bing. Li Bing. Li Bing is the lady. Li Bing's the lady. Okay. Which lady? There's four of them. <laughs> Which <laughs> are you talking about? I should the only character we know is <laughs> Bigu. Bigu's the one that says, I'll interrogate them and find the spy, and then immediately appears at the bell lady's house uh, with the other two trapped. See, See this is a perfect. going to betray them. This that's is a perfect thought, argument. That's why I thought he was the, the spy, because he's like, I don't mm-hmm. have to integrate anyone, because I am the spy. Ah. Everybody should talk about themselves in the third person, and we would never forget <laughs> anyone's name. Yes. <laughs> so uh. <laughs> so they they go there. She she rocks their world with a bell. Uh, but then... <laughs> Yeah, all right. Nice one. No, this is where we get another. We get a. We get a flashback. I'm pretty sure. Is it a flashback or is it just a story? Well, he he lifts the bell and lets um one of the Bangle sisters out, and then um big (laughs) um comes along and goes, "You can get yourself out." And then he (laughs) lifts it and gets himself out. And then she's like, "Oh, okay, then." And tells her her story and it and yeah, it's the bell. Obviously, the bell woman, and she tells what happened ten years ago. That when she was cast out by Red Cloud, she was pregnant with a child, and then she had the child, and then um, giant foot guy <laughs> steals the baby, who obviously yeah. links back into your earlier the girl. That's the daughter, is not her daughter. It's it's really Bell Girl and and Red Cloud's daughter. That's right. And you can tell because she also wears bells that she had from when she was a kid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, because we, we get to, that's kind of where we're at now. So what's happening at this point is it's sort of, we start to get, do we start to get long, like the, the guy with the foot and Red, the Cloud Devil fighting at this point? Yeah, that's right. So they turn up at his place and, and start fighting and it's a, a rager. <laughs> But he's losing, yeah. like Devil Devil Cloud is losing to Monster. Yeah, Flip. I know. He gets his ass beat, actually. Which is strange. Yeah, considering that I don't know, that other guy just has a big foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a really right. huge foot. And that other guy had fucking fiery swastikers. I've been <laughs> if someone stomps in you. He's oh, got yeah, Jack's fatality powers. It was, like, it was like going. It was. It was going a bit back and forth because, like, he does the drums and that really affects him, and like, so he can't make the palm until something. Into I guess him. he does have more than one move, doesn't he? He's got the shooty laser beams. He's got the foot, and he's got the drums. Yeah, he's a triple threat. He's a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and he, he can dance, he can play music, and he can sing. I don't know. <laughs> Red, Red Cloud um, ends up stabbing him in the foot with some glowing knife thing that seems to wound him a little bit. And no. That was his daughter. No, that was no, the no, daughter. No, he, the daughter he, switches he, sides after the drum bit no, happens. It wasn't, it she wasn't, freaks out. It wasn't maybe a knife. It was maybe his a glowy finger, and he does it to his foot to stop him doing that. And that's where the oh, initial injury is. I got confused because of the tells, sword. Yeah, then later on he tells the daughter to stab him in the injury that he already made. Uh, okay, Mike, I got confused because you said sword. I apologize. Yeah, no, no, I did You're say right. that first, and then I said, no, it was a glowy finger, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a little dagger, but yeah. How does he make his shoe grow with his foot? <laughs> his pants too, Sam. Yeah, that's right. Pants. As he, got well. it, he got it from uh, so, that, that movie, with the set up exu and the the big pantsu. Oh, Kaiju okay, Mono. So, Kaiju Mono. <laughs> I think it's very important that we tell the audience, the audience, that he jumps up into the air sometimes, or alternatively, just kicks straight out. And they've essentially got a giant fake foot on, like, I don't know, like a like an extendo. Beam, you know, like when you get those punching, you know, those punching things that you can, like, you, you smash those two things together and it shoots out. Like the Dalsam move. Yeah, it is like the Dalsam move, but it specifically to me, it looks like, um, I don't know, it's like on a. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. It's not, well, the it's leg like doesn't just tube. extend, it grows. It's like a it like grows, tube or something. Yeah. It's his he- a heavenly foot, does he call it? Yeah, like Rita Repulsa makes things grow. His foot <laughs> and grows. He, yeah, and he definitely does a he does a super heavenly foot at one point as well, uh, and force foot too. I remember force foot coming up in the subtitles. <laughs> but sometimes the whole the foot the whole foot gets big and grows and extends. But then sometimes it also shoots a yellow beam. Did you also notice the actor changed once he jumped yes. up on up high? They could <laughs> no. be fucked. They could be fucked like disguising it that it was not the same actor. It was like I some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I when those things happen sometimes, Rachel, I think to myself, it was eighty two. They were filming it like on the cheapest stock possible. No one was ever gonna see anything. Oh, I didn't like, notice. It'd be like watching like an old like CRT with a, a videotape. Yeah. I was you know how it scaled, terrible, and you can see the wig, the wig joints very <laughs> oh, clearly. Yeah. It's really <laughs> bothersome. And the the fake the fake mutton chops, yeah, <laughs> yeah. always fake still, mutton chops. I still appreciate the the video quality though with all of that fake stuff because oh, it everything real looks good. really yeah. good. Yeah, this is how uh, powerful his heavenly foot is. It's so powerful, it's able to destroy the most powerful character in this film, which is pretty cool <laughs> of East Island. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes through the roof. <laughs> um, at some just... point, he he stabs he stabs um, Red Cloud <laughs> with a sword that he moves with his mind, I guess, because that's kind of what happened. It just sort of flies on its own through his back. These guys essentially are mages. They're wizards. They're martial <laughs> art wizards. At True. this point, and it's not even like they like early in the film. Sometimes there's actually punches and kicks, and people put people in locks. At this point, it's just fucking magic. <laughs> laser beams and oh it's great so while while he's um recovering in the in the temple that he's hidden in he decides that he's got to write down the ninth buddha palm in a set of um urns is that what they were yeah three-legged urns three-legged urns and uh he does that, and then he tells um, the the Bengal girl to go get his disciple, and so he can learn the ninth 
um, palm, at which point she says, why can't I learn it? And he goes, no. Nope. You're a wolf. <laughs> um, and then uh, while, while she's uh, explaining this uh, exposition to her, um, Vanilla Ice is in the corner listening, <laughs> and he, he grabs a couple of the urns and runs off, and uh, Heavenly Foot um, bad guy goes, "Hey, to my do- to his daughter, go go get them from him." And then we get a little bit of a fight between the daughter and, and Vanilla. Well, that's how guy. that's how we we got a bit ahead of ourselves before. That's actually how she is introduced to her mum. Yep. This is a pretty badass fight scene, and certainly not the way I expected Vanilla Ice to to buy hit the dust. No, he's set up as like a main character. He just gets fucking decapitated and left for dead like nothing. Like, oh well. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't scrape on the gore either. Like it's his head just like fucking flies off with blood gushing everywhere. Oh, oh like t- I totally forgot something that's really important. What we haven't we skipped we skipped uh, Master Blaster oh. pus face. <laughs> the acid pus attack. Yes, take it, oh, yes. take it away. Yeah, I can't, I, I, the, the thing is, I don't know in the in the plot where that fucking bit is. I don't know what fight that starts or ends. No idea. I think it's the bells, but it's just in my mind. Like, no, no, you can't forget that because that's essentially what the end of this movie is. It's like thirty minutes of like that was cross-cutting fights. It was. It was the beginning yeah. of Foot Monsters Place. Yeah, yeah. They um, are the Dragon Tumor Duo. They've actually got a name. Yeah. <laughs> it's two guys. It's so one what big it, guy, right? Yeah. yeah, one big skinny guy and one small child that's dressed up like an old man, <laughs> but has a tumor. With a big He's got a tumor acid thing. Yeah. Oh man. And that, this is and, and Red Cloud Devil like melts those two dudes, right? Like to to like gross. Yep. Their deaths are like the little kid with the tumor is like turned inside out and disgusting, and the big guy's face is just blown apart. It's like holy shit, exploded <laughs> in jibs. And that, that, I, that that tumor is spraying acid because it accidentally gets some of the the you know. The yeah, and their faces burn off. Um, yep. I do have a question for you guys, and it's a really important question, right? So, pus acid kid, right? <laughs> is that a kid who's trying to play like an old man, or is that kid like just a freak? Is he a kid freak, that's a freak, a freak, or freak. is he just like, or is he trying to play an old man? No, nah, so you guys go with like freak. Kid. I go with okay. freak. Yeah. All right, all right, freak it is. That's better also, that way. I'm happier in, that way. In the Cantonese version, that kid's voice is like. Like Yoda or something like what that. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that I just wanted to point that bit out because it's just <laughs> gratuitous, like melting of faces. It's pretty great. It's, it's uh, he's not disgusting. Throughout the whole film, there are lots of people that explode and like <sighs> explode in gore and body parts and shit, which just seems weird for this kind of film. Nah, it's perfect. Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> no, no, no. It's what I want, but it, I feel like it doesn't happen often enough. For it to be like predecessor to the to the horror exploitation movies that Shaw's going to be putting out soon. Oh God, it was so good. Like I I I don't want to oversell it, but this last half an hour of this film was like I've been wanting something like this for a while. Yeah, it's perfect. I actually kind of hope that the next Shang Chi film is this. (laughs) Oh yeah, it'd be great. So anyway, we're moving on from what's his name, pus filled. Oh, I'm watching it now. Look, he's shooting pus out of his little tumor, and it's just fucking killing everybody. Uh, are we um, up to the last fight yeah, scene? We are. So we had, we had. Well, girl. this whole thing is the last fight scene because yeah. the fight between Red Devil is going on this pretty much this whole time. Yeah, that's true, actually, because yeah. it's intercut with this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, uh, the what's it? The the daughter 
gets captured by um, the the Bell Mother and and so forth, and and they um, they realise who she is because she's got the same Bell ne- necklace on as the mum does, and then they uh, then they work out that she's been poisoned by the dad with the centipede or whatever, and then Bell Mum like sacrifices herself to use her chi to take it out of her and and into into you know Bell Mum. And then she dies, essentially. I feel like it's weird that she even had to ingest the poison herself. Like, couldn't she just not, and they would both live? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what. Oh, I oh, I want to po- I want to point something yes. out. I want to point something out. It is not Red Devil Hill, uh, Red Cloud Devil, who gets the who does the acid shit. It's uh the 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 because this is where I'm up to in the movie. Um. She does the late the 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 the, her, the red devil female disciple does it. Oh, okay, yep. She yeah, the, blows that fucker's head right off. Boom. <laughs> the four, there we go. Four palms, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four palms. Yeah, she learned four palms. That was enough to blow somebody's head apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That mid boss that would have been like halfway through a level in like level three of a video game back then. <laughs> Pretty much. Cool. Um, so then they go. Oh well, we got to take you know Mama Bell dead body to red cloud devil and then they all end up in the same place at monster foot's place monster yep. foot's place and then we get the last like fifth uh no, seven minutes seven to ten minutes of this film ah oh, it's so good it's the final fight scene which yeah. is i mean there's i'm watching a scene at the moment and they're fucking flying around the room two people flying around the room and drilling into the ground by spinning too hard <laughs> and like the wire work and the I just can't even imagine how they shot this practically because there are two people connected by the hands spinning in the 360 motion really fast. They also do that like drum thing where like they're like there's a drum between them and they're flipping and stuff. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's so good. This movie's great. Thanks, Rachel. I really need. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and uh, to in the end, they end up all joining hands and firing the wrath Buddha at the uh, the heavenly foot guy until he's been thoroughly defeated. Well, I, I just and- before you finish it, I just want to say yeah. that at this point, it, I'm not sure whether or not most of them are going to make it because they're all, all pretty injured to some level. Yeah. Yeah. They're all injured and devil guy is almost dead. So I'm thinking this is a dramatic end because I don't know how it ends. I'm thinking it's dramatic end, and some of them are not going to make it. Yeah. Well, the most important one isn't going to make it. That's well. That's what I thought. East Island. (laughs) Actually, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Bee goo up the flattened foot. (laughs) But uh, then we just end the whole movie on on the freeze frame of them all having a bit of a laugh. Just after, just before that, though. Best. The fucking. Fucking Kieran rips off the pants of the bad guy and he runs into the into the distance again, very Benny Hill like, like <laughs> <laughs> with his ass showing. Dude, yeah, that was clearly a stunt yeah. man. <laughs> was it clearly a stunt man? Was it, was it clearly a, the It was man? the younger guy. Um, oh my! That they put up the giant pole. <laughs> yeah, right. Those buns they were pretty tight. That was a stunt butt. They didn't even use the real the real butt. It was a stunt butt. <laughs> stunt butt. Uh, the freeze frame ending of like every bad sitcom from the mid nineties where they're all laughing and they 
at, at a dumb joke and like, oh, they've just, you. Lost, they've just lost like three close friends. <laughs> you know, I thought the freeze frame was endemic to the 90s in Hong Kong cinema, but it literally started way earlier. They couldn't be thinking I bet you if you go back and look movie. at a Wong Fei Hong movie from the 40s at freeze frames. <laughs> They're like, I don't know how to end this movie. Fuck it. I'm just going to do something stupid. It's kind of like all those old 80s and 90s songs that just ended on a fade. They didn't actually know how to end it. <laughs> I no idea. Just fade it out. <laughs> so this, this movie is fantastic. Actually, I've got, I've got another selling point. Do you want to have character design so good? I just really want this to be a fighting game. Like, yeah, you're right. And they all have different powers. Oh, it'd be fucking so good. Balancing would be terrible because you got devil guy who'd just be undefeatable. He'd be well, like, he fucking... got defeated by he got defeated by long leg man. Monster foot, yeah, Sometimes but in a game. Sometimes Akuma loses to Delson. It's just the way it works. <laughs> he takes extra damage because he's so strong. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm being serious. I, I think it would be a really excellent fighting game. Like. Mm. They've, oh. got little, they've even got their own powers and shit already. It's- I, I think Shaw Brothers have always been fantastic in character design. Like, you know, the five deadly venoms, you know, like they're just yeah. distinct and, and memorable. Um, before, before we get into the next kind of rounds, though, there was something I wanted to do at the beginning of the podcast, which I forgot, <laughs> and now I'm going to do it now. But I thought if everyone could just go around and give their best evil laugh. I know Scott's done several. But I'd love to hear everybody's evil laugh. Oh, my goodness. No. I'm not not doing it anymore. I've done like four already. You've got to max out the mic. Yeah, no. no, I've done my best uh, Beagle of East Island, so I think. Beagle. All right. No, we're going to do evil laugh. All right. We're going to do evil laugh. (laughs) I can tell it's Mikey. All right. That's the challenge. You have to guess who it is. Go. Oh, okay. We can see on the screen. Well, it would be hard then. <laughs> I mean, there's only one female in the room. <laughs> well, that's your that's your challenge you to make you sound like a dude. Okay, okay, okay. I often get confused for a dude on the phone. <laughs> think, think, think about it, Rachel. If, you, if you're worried about it, just go with like, you know, you've watched a Disney Evil Queen. Just go with one of those, a cackle. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was pretty evil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Nathan right now. That's Nathan's yeah. cackle. Just use that one. That's just my no, these would be the sound bites. Come on. All right. I'm not. Come on, come on. Who Next. Was there a second ago. Oh, God. That's a COVID hacking cough. <laughs> all right, all right. Ready? That was, that, that was my unit. That was very witchy. That was my Yoon Wah. Oh, no, yeah. I was going for Yoon Wah, not which. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. I, an extra character could be uh, could be Vanilla Ice with the two uh, the two three legged jars, and he could be like a like a puncher, like a big thug. <sighs> Still thinking about the fighting game, guys. <laughs> I was just I was just reminded from all that laughing of Laughing Man from that movie we saw. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Anyway, sorry to derail it. We can move on to our regular oh, programming. We, to- we, yeah, to- we totally forgot. Like, there's just other things. Like, we totally just. What about that? What about the the adopted daughter? Like the stolen adopted daughter? Just like with a buzz saw and just throwing knives at people. Yeah, cutting the shit out of we, fucking vanilla. We didn't Ice's even head. mention it. It's like a. It's like a good. I thought for a second it was only like a ten second sequence in that like bit did, of the movie. Did you find it funny? Like she like. But it's like a good straight- three minutes. 
She like flips straight away like, oh, you're really my daughter. Prove it. Yeah. The bells. Okay, then. And then, and then like, yeah, again, Mike. Gets, okay, then. That's what this movie like. Okay. And then she gets back like to to like her fake dad's house, and she's like, "Real dad," and then jumps and hugs him straight away. He's like, "What?" Does anyone find that really weird? The way the way she's like snuggling up to Alex Mann at the end is like, I, uh, I did find that a little I didn't bit notice creepy. That. I didn't like, notice it. Not a little just creepy, your dad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Well, this is kind of like heaven, right? Like. Heaven is all kind of incestuous anyway because they're the only people living yeah. on that goddamn rock. Yeah. Except all these cool dudes in the background that don't get any screen time. Except Bigu who lives on East Island. He's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right. Oh, man. Um, yeah, okay, should we wrap this up? Uh, but I don't kind of don't want to, but at the same no, time. No, no, no. We, we've got a couple of segments here. Like, is there anything that you want to do? Do you do this at home? There's so many. So much. I want to shoot fucking acid out of my tumor. <laughs> well if i am going to get a tumor i do want that ability i was going to say this is basically me as a kid and watching too much wuxia uh tvb and movies so I just pretend to like you know sneak around the, the backyard and you know shoot shoot powers from my and fly hands with and, your two uh, fingers act like a ninja and then you know attack people and stuff oh see that's perfect that's exactly what you watch this stuff for <laughs> I do love how every time someone like, I, okay, if I could do one thing from this whole whole movie, it's fly because everybody can fucking fly. <laughs> yeah. But but they don't just fly; they love to like do a little flip. Yes. When they don't like an unnecessary flip, like sometimes two or three unnecessary flips, and maybe a twirl. No, I kind of assume that's necessary to maintain that flight. That's what I always thought. You have to do it, yeah. otherwise you can't fly. You got to keep pressing B to maintain that uh, flight. Yes, yeah, actually, jump. double jumping is what they're doing. They're not flying. <laughs> Triple, quadruple jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. All, right. All right, Mikey. Uh, I I just want to straight up flames out of my palm. Hits, man. <laughs> just a like flamethrower, <laughs> chill, <laughs> burning the crap out of people. <laughs> That's dark. Put a palm number one, my friend. Flame. Uh, the nine palms, Scott. Well, I don't want to steal yours, Sam, because I know what it is, but I just want to say that uh, Vanilla Ice, a.k.a. Icy Heart in a White Gown, at the start, he's pretty badass. Like, he's kind of sitting in a chair, and he gets up and does some things and kind of just gets back in the chair real quick. His ability to sit really quick, that's what you want? <laughs> yeah, he just, like, flies backwards in the chair like it's no big deal. Smoke. <laughs> Scott enters a room. There's a chair. Wait, he's already in it. What? <laughs> Hell Yeah. Uh, well, I already said mine, Scott. You could you take whichever one you want. Oh, well, I want to w- have my entrance music whenever I come into a building. Hell and yeah. Myself. Scott of East Island. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Late again. Uh, that's, that's pretty great. I need to, before we get to our next segment, I just want to add a couple of notes here. And anybody else chip in with your notes as well before we finish off and get to the next segment. But there's a little bit of animal cruelty here in uh, Our Lady of the Bells has a carrier pigeon bring a message to her. I'm pretty sure someone just threw that pigeon at it and landed on the desk. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even notice that. What? The real and, uh, animal cruelty is Darmung. He's like, go crap. away. Go away. What are you stupid I, animal? I love the fact that Darmung acts like an actual dog and is bumping into people, getting in the way and being annoying. I love that. 
It's really a it's fucking hilarious. Can your dog and- bring you water though? <laughs> Like, he's played up as, like, this bumbling thing and makes a bunch of weird noises, and I thought they were going to kill him off, and but he's there at the end, and he saves the day, and he, he's like an actual dog, like, just I agree. bumping into people and annoying people, and they, like, have to tell him a few times to get out of the way. That's fucking hilarious. I genuinely would have been upset if he'd been killed. <laughs> <laughs> Brings a tear to the eye. <laughs> he's fucking saving everybody who's jumping off cliffs. Like, what a hero. <laughs> Just flying around waiting for people to fall. I I like to think on his days off, he's just gone around stopping suicides. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's so happy when they grab him, they're holding onto his fur and his armored bits. And then it's just like, oh, thank you. Life is worth living. (laughs) Ah, darling. Saving our hearts and souls. (laughs) Because, no, isn't that something that the... the, the, um, The hero actually says, the disciple actually says at some point, he's like, I'm just going to throw myself off this cliff. He's like, no, you don't. You're my disciple now. He's like, no, I, c- I can still do it. You can't stop me. <laughs> Darmeng stops you. <laughs> just grabs you. Darmeng loves you. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want a motivational calendar with Darmeng's in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's coming for up for Christmas. <laughs> One of those bad Mondays and he's just flying through the air catching people. Yeah, hang in there, buddy. I got you. <laughs> you want that, that picture of the cat saying, hang in there, but it's just dumbing, hanging from the <laughs> He doesn't have to hang. He can fly. He can fly, <laughs> looks yeah. Like, looks like he could have like a prehensile tail. He uses that tail quite a bit. It's yeah. Like a monkey. Ah, dumbing, the true hero of this story. <laughs> What's up? The red de- red cloud devil really does love him. He's like, he gets really upset when the the the, the foot dude just kicks him. He's like, oh my god, I'm gonna fuck you up. Anyway. <laughs> I thought it was gonna go a bit John Wick there. It's like, if you kill Darming, you don't know where you're going. Oh yeah, that would have been dark, man. Wrath <laughs> of the Buddhist times a thousand. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we even need to go around with a thumbs up, no. thumbs down. Right? It sounds it's, pretty it's unanimous. unanimous. I needed I needed exactly this. <laughs> like it's such a kaleidoscope of psychedelic uh, effects and, and, you know, primitive but hilarious fights and stunts and bits and pieces, but it's just it's fantastic. They don't make them like this anymore. It's No, I agree. I kind of want, want there to be a two-hour heavy metal soundtrack that I could just put this on <laughs> as like a music video and just kind of watch it. I, I, honestly, when I was thinking, you know, remember those things where people used to cut together like, 15 seconds of a film for like an hour or something. Yeah, like the uh, anime ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the idea of like doing this with this film, not not so much to keep the plot together, not just the full movie in the background, but just like the, the heavy beats all put together real quick and out of order, I think would be amazing. I agree. They probably probably exist. I'm going to look for it tonight. Okay. <laughs> if you look up the, uh, not the English trailer, because it's not English language, but there's a... Uh, well, there's an English language, but um, there's a trailer done for this, like a Blu-ray release. And the way it's cut makes it seem like a totally different movie. I'll send you guys the link afterwards. Okay. It's like, they must fight. It's like, oh. It's it totally was the drop, the, the, beat, the bass drop I at the end. Yeah. I don't I don't know how you make this movie anymore, though. Like, they don't make them like they used to. But this is taking itself seriously, mostly, right? Like, but it does, it's all super like chintzy and shit but at the same time very knows what serious. it is but it also it still seems to know is. what it is does it think it's as campy as it is though like 
It I definitely know. knows it's, it's campy. Yeah. Maybe we should watch that new Kung Fu Cult Master and see what it looks like in these days. Well, Rachel just said it was shit. Like yeah, I don't think Sam it. said it was shit. No, Sam. I said the Fong Se Yok, new Fong Se Yok uh, is shit. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, that's different. This is the Kung Fu Cult Master, new Kung Fu Cult Master is the one with Raymond Wong in it or something. Uh, Donnie like, Yen. Huh? Okay. Donnie Yen, the I, new I Kung Fu Cult Master. Yeah. I am confused. Yeah. Anyway. There's a new, new Kung Fu Cult Master <laughs> with Donnie Yen. Yeah, yeah. When I, when, that was the one Still I thought you were talking Wong about. Thing, when I was in Thailand, they had that, in, I think it was on Netflix. They had it available on Netflix, but it didn't oh, have wow. English subtitles. And it had Donnie Yen all over the fucking thing. So I, yeah, right. Yeah. Wong Jing joint too, so. Oh, well, he made the other one, right? Uh yeah, Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah that's right. Did you know that so Wong Jing... So it the sequel that I've been waiting for for my entire adult no, life? No, no, it's, it, it's a remake. It's a remake. Um, oh, he remakes me. it, but he does yeah. all of it. So I think there's... Okay, all right. There's, is there three parts to that? Uh, I think it was two parts, the first and the second. There's definitely uh, two parts in this one at the yeah. moment, but I thought he was making like a third one. Yeah, well, this one hopefully might have more cocaine tuna. So I'll watch that. <laughs> Possibly. Anyway, that's that's another another movie for another day. Another Rachel, time. You were saying something. Who? What? You. You were saying, did you know? And, and you stopped talking. <laughs> well, I was just gonna give you useless Wong Jing facts. Like, did you know Wong Jing got his start at Shaw Brothers? Uh, did not know as that. As a screenwriter wow. and Holy director. Shit. Have we seen watched... a Wong Jing Shaw Brothers film? No, but I did watch one myself. Uh, was it Shaolin, Shaolin Prince? Prince. So it starts off with like a shitty, shitty, annoying monks. So like one who's like a, got cross-eyed one. I don't know. They've got something stupid wrong. Of course. With and them. the other one's got AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's like, a, I guess the normal sword fighting, but then it's got some stupid comedy shit in there, but only just starting, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Learning his it's pretty good. Well, well after watching great. this tonight, I'm all open for more Shaw Brothers. It's fantastic. Hey, uh, what stunts do you think would hurt the most? Um, getting stabbed in my massive foot with a, a laser sword would have hurt pretty much. <laughs> Thumb and wires. Capitated would have hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah actually, like, the, the yeah. sad people in that suit is Yeah, probably... how, how do you make Darmeng fly? Oh, yeah, Darmeng walking oh, around. Yeah. That's shit stun. Uh, actually, you know what? That stunt I was just talking about, the two guys connected by the hands spinning in 360 degrees um, for like... 20 or 30 revolutions, that would have been pretty shit. Yeah. Hmm. Lots of unnecessary flips, but I love it. <laughs> That's like filming going down that sh- that shaft in the chair. How do they mm. do it? Like t- like 10,000 takes. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then back up again. Oh, do you remember there was a scene when they had like a whole bunch of white ninjas going up a um, yes. a, a <laughs> stairs? Yes. mention it. <laughs> No, well, they're beautiful. Any hill moment as well, but they got they got knocked back by I think the Buddha palm, and they all fell down the stairs. Shit stunts all over the place. It's a shit stunt. No wonder they ran away. It would have hurt. (laughs) Also, they all come up. You can barely see them. They're all got their faces covered. I'm pretty sure they don't get credited. So they would have been put all their effort into running up them stairs for their movie. Got knocked down. Probably hurt themselves falling down and didn't get credited. (laughs) That's a shit stunt. Yeah, actually, you know what? Doing anything with a mask is shit because I couldn't even go for a jog with a mask on, let alone fight like a guy with a Buddha palm. <laughs> cool. Anyone else? 
Not good. Wow. Wow. So that was uh, Buddha's Palm, 1982 Wushu fantasy film by Shaw Burroughs. Highly recommended, it seems, from the Asian action cast. So if anyone has any thoughts, opinions, uh, recommendations on it, please contact us. Asian action cast, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome film. So check it out at your local blockbuster. You can find a Blu-ray of this. It's worth it. Also, um, this is our. This might be our box omen for this year. Oh, yeah. oh hey, yeah, that's right. We got to do like a a tournament at the end of the year. You're right. This is right up there. Could be, yeah. But that isn't there. Um, there's now like a Shaw Brothers website. Like the people that bought like the rights to the films have um got all of them on there, so you can basically go and watch any of them. Oh, um, really? The website. If you what want, service yeah. is that? Is it just Shaw Brothers? I can't remember what the name of the website is. It's I not think it's it's, it's, oh yeah. it's <laughs> that was, That's like, the only like martial art like streaming service I've been able to find, and it's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's it's some it's some type of um thing, and they've got all the they've because um whoever bought it um did all digital transformations of all of them. That's why there's like Blu-ray copies of this movie and and stuff in America and whatever from okay. um the person that's done that or the the company that bought the rights to the Shaw Brothers collection essentially so yeah do you guys want to go like fifths and just buy the Shaw Brothers collection with me it doesn't have all the movies yeah that's the thing because they like they have so many movies that's like a a curated selection yeah I always wanted them to like like a horror collection that you could get it Halloween or something and maybe like a fantasy movie collection but they don't seem to like do that kind of grouping it's just like a a random selection of, of, you know, whatever ones that they feel like putting together. All right. Let's do it. Cool. We should wrap up the podcast there though. We should. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. And uh, thanks to all of our special participants for uh, sharing your thoughts and having a good time. It's not the same. Ours goes. Talk us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>